I saw this great meme the other day. It essentially said, my civics teacher was a coach, so I'm going to set this one out. (laughs) 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 If you know, you know. Now, wait a minute here. I was, I was an old coach. Where, where are we going with that? Yeah, what did you teach when you were coach? I taught um, several subjects, actually. Civics, right? Uh, Civics. Economics. Civics. Which, which were, was, you in, were you teaching in Gravette? In, no, actually. <laughs> in Gravette, France. I actually taught in Falk, Arkansas, the home of the Boggy Creek Monster, if many, yeah. many are out there that know that. Yeah. I taught there. I taught economics, which was my favorite class to teach. I also taught world geography and world history. Wait, you taught world geography? I did teach world geography. Yeah, or, or not, I don't guess they called it world geography. They just called it geography, right? It was for seventh grade. That group was seventh well, grade. Well, that makes a lot more sense now. What's the capital of what, Mali? Wait, yeah, I have no idea. What do you mean that makes more sense? Well, just, you know, whenever we, whenever we were growing up, we were going on a family vacation and you said... <laughs> You said, "Hey guys, what we're going to do is we're going to get it. We're going to DC. Then we're going to get on a train and we're going to go through Philadelphia to Boston. Then we're going to go on to New York." And I was like, "Well, Dad, I think I think it's on the way. I think Boston's further north than New York." <laughs> well, I was off just a few yeah. few hundred miles. <laughs> You're like, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. Come on now, nothing's north of New York. <laughs> it's, it's, it's New York's right there at Canada. New York and the North Pole, right That's next right. to each other. Right Isn't that where Santa's at? And and then we'll walk over to Niagara Falls and we'll check we'll that walk out. Over, yeah. <laughs> walk over, yeah. close. It's all right there together. It's all right there in New York, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> walk to Niagara Falls. Golly. Oh, how fun. Yeah. yeah. The Mr. Market Podcast is a production of Sphere Wealth Management. Sphere is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Sphere and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. Investing involves risk and possible loss of principal. No advice may be rendered by Sphere unless a client service agreement is in place. See our ADV or get additional information about Sphere. Visit our website, www.sphereWealth.com. Firm information is also available on the SEC's website, www.advisorinfo.sec.gov. Before investing, seek advice from a financial professional, preferably one that acts as a fiduciary and is willing to put that in writing. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, or sign up for our email commentary through our website, SphereWealth.com. This is the Mr. Market Podcast. We hope you enjoy the show. Yeah, that's the good old family days. Vacations. Family vacations. Yeah, yeah those were good. About that, didn't it? Yeah. have the family truckster with the wood on the side. Hey, did yeah. you Did you know there's a new family vacation? Christmas. No. You know, there's a new Griswold. So it's Rusty. Okay. R- Rusty's played by the guy who plays Ed Helms. Okay. You know him? Is that oh, yeah. right? Ed, Ed Helms is funny. He's, He's the guy that was in the office. Yeah, in the okay. office. Right. And I can't remember who the is Chevy Chase. Oh in no, no, no! Christina Applegate is the wife. She's so funny. She is funny. Oh, she's wow. good. She's so funny. And then the kids are hysterical. So Chevy Chase is not in this. Che- Chevy Chase is just at the end. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So just just toward the end of the movie, he kind of makes an appearance. But man, it's great. It really? is. Where it is, is it? What's the name? It's, of it? I think it's just called Vacation. Is it, oh, okay. Is I just watched it recently. Amazon or something. I, or, yeah, right. I just I just watched it recently. And I need, um, I need to find that. I like good stupid humor. Yeah, I told uh, I told Olivia when I was watching, and I was like, if my dad watches this. He will die. <laughs> this would be. This might be the death of him. It's, don't, it's that funny. Don't actually die. It's that good. Yeah. I just. <laughs> my grandfather used to get tickled at Foghorn Leghorn cartoons and that you know Coyote Roadrunner and stuff. Mm-hmm. He would start laughing in his easy chair, and I'm talking like to, until he's coughing. He's like turning purple. He can't breathe. He's just and he, and he just keeps going. He slaps his leg when he does it. You know, he slaps his knee. <laughs> Don does the same thing. I don't slap my knee though. I don't think John the, gives you something to look forward the to. One, the one thing you said there that's interesting is easy chair. Like the easy chair. Nobody refers to the easy chair. Well, anymore. you don't want to call it a recliner anymore. I gotcha. Are they yeah. called easy chairs? I, no, I don't have an lazy, easy Lazy boy. The lazy boy. That's lazy what it boy. That's the lazy boy. Brand, of course, that's, that's, lazy yeah. boy. The that's recliner, the, though. Yeah, the recliner. Yeah, I don't have a recliner. They don't. Nobody will let me have that anymore. Those are awesome, but I can't have that anymore. So there you go. Well, but, the world's a better place. The world. <laughs> I don't know if the world is a better place after after January the sixth. Jeez, <laughs> Hopefully, man, no it'll kidding. become a better place. You know, but I we're we're in an we're in an odd time. Right. This just feels like an odd time all the way around. Mm-hmm. And certainly one of the things we've talked about on our Facebook Live as well as other is that, man, the market just seems to be ignoring all the chaos that seems to be going on. And we are stunned as well as many others at that happening at this point. I, you know, I'm not as stunned as I once was. No, it's harder yeah. to get. Yeah, we've been desensitized, maybe. Man, I tell you, there, there's that picture of that guy with the raccoon <laughs> hat with the horns shirtless in his in his you know pajama pants standing in 
He's like, I think they, I think the, he's in the there, Senate there chambers. There was one guy doing that. I can't remember if it was the same guy, but that that guy's the most famous now. He's he's the yeah. one wearing the pajama. Oh pants yeah, and the helmet you, so you and guys know that he'll go down in history. Oh, he'll yeah. he'll, yeah. he'll so, be in a movie next. So have, have you Times seen, Man <laughs> of the Year next year <laughs> yeah. on the cover right. of the magazine. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's going to go to Sing Sing for a little bit first. <laughs> then, he'll, then he'll be. Yeah. Then, yeah. then he'll be the man of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Times man of the year at Sing Sing. Uh, no, so, so the, the funny one, though, is, you know, Getty. And, and I don't exactly know what Getty does, but I believe Getty does like kind of White House and Capitol correspondence. I think they're like kind of a media outlet. Okay. Yeah. In all the tweets, people would say, well, Getty said this. So they would say via Getty, right? One of the mean one of the uh, tweets was a picture of this guy stealing a podium, and he's walking out of the of the Capitol with this podium. And he's got a big smile on his face, and and it says, you know, rioters steal Pelosi's podium or something like that via Getty, and so people thought his name was. They said via Getty. They thought his name was. Via Getty. Like, Mr. Via Getty, why are you stealing the podium? Via Getty stealing the podium. He's from Greg Gravette. Via, via Getty from Gravette. Yeah. It's in the Tuscany region. Yeah. Don't you know? The other guy was from Gravette. Oh, boy. Say, thank you. Thank you, guy from Gravette for... Yeah. Yeah. The, every, state, every state's got their... That's right. We, we, don't, we don't own mm. the exclusive to... Uh, Sometimes I feel like we do. <laughs> That's great. But man, what a what a lesson in civics we've all had to have here recently because yeah. of everything that's happened. I didn't want another civics lesson. I didn't like it in ninth grade, and I, you didn't really. I just don't want to know. Government, yeah. you don't want to like know? your car. You just want to push the button or turn the key, and it starts. And I, I don't need to know how the this, from, from, this works. is from somebody that if he goes to the transmission dealership and they explain something to him, he he has a rebuttal take, for it. He's like, take no. notes. He's like, no, wait a minute. I don't think that's exactly how <laughs> it tell works. You what? Roger, yeah. your name's even Roger. <laughs> yeah. Sure, it looks a little snug anyway. Yeah. I think this thing needs a new Fetzer valve, <laughs> as, as Chevy yeah. Chase said in Fletch. I mean, usually you are the guy who kind of like likes the details, wants to dig yeah. into the details. Yeah. You're that guy, but I, not I, on I this do. stuff. I, and I actually don't mind knowing how a car works or the human body or something. But I guess that civics is just kind of boring and dry to me. I like history, I like science, math, but yeah. civics is like. Eh, you know, we had to learn it in, I think, ninth, ninth grade. Ninth grade, right. right. Mr. Mr. Ford at Oakdale Junior High in 1974, if you're okay. listening, yep. it was a great class. What was it? Civics? Civics. Yeah. See, see, we had government and economics. So I think we had, it was one class. It was like three weeks of government, three weeks of economics, three weeks of world geography, and three weeks of... Basketball. Uh, yeah, something. Else. I don't know. It was PE. So did you do civics? I mean, did they... Did, they didn't no. call it civics, I guess. But you know, you... I learned the parliamentary procedure at Boise State. Boise State? Okay. Uh, Boise State. At Boise State. <laughs> so you know what Boise State is? Yeah. I do know. I remember you going to yeah. Boise State. Yeah. yeah, that was all. I had an awesome experience. Yeah. Um, but Boise State's where I learned the parliamentary procedure. Okay. And I, I, before then, I kind of knew what it was. They had talked. They talked about what it was. I just didn't. I didn't know anything about it. But so, we did this. So, so as all this is unfolded, did that? Did it match up with what did you, you learned at Boise it? State? Yeah. Or are you kidding me? <laughs> That's the same at, boys at, from Boise State that are up at, there yeah, running exactly. this thing. At no point at, at Boise State did anyone with a raccoon hat <laughs> and horns <laughs> with horns show, show up. up show up to <laughs> take over. You know, we didn't have any Donald Trumps at Boise State. <laughs> yeah, you know, we didn't have. Right. We weren't allowed. It's yeah, a, there were. There were. It, of course, it's a new day. Well, I'm it was. You. It was fascinating because you got to learn about how you know you you kind of ran for. House and you you kind of ran for house. You ran for Senate. You ran right. Um, and actually, the guy uh, you run for your life this week. Yeah, that's a yeah. run for house. Run for Senate. Run, run for, for your life. life. <laughs> By Tesla. By Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Keith, that's, that's Keith has a, a new recommendation. Yeah, Keith has this a new saying. A new saying on our show. As, yeah. As Tesla, good. it is up eight percent now. So it is it is on the doorstep of nine hundred dollars wow. here. So go ahead, Keith. What you got? They a good stock. We a good stock. Buy Tesla. Buy Tesla. <laughs> we love Coach O. We <laughs> doubt it. Doubt yeah, it Coach O makes an appearance. I, I think he's a great coach. He he's good. I no, hope he stays there a long, long oh, time. Oh, I know, he's man. Awesome. And he's, he's great. great. He's, actually, he's perfect. He's perfect for them. He's great. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. so, yeah, we have seen this civics lesson here. It's been interesting. Normally, things that we see that are procedural, right? January 6th is generally just a procedural thing, right? The election happens on November 3rd. The inauguration happens on January 20th. January 6th is generally 
a procedural thing. I didn't even yeah, know I mean, it was I, a day. Same here. I didn't even know it was. A, there's other stuff going on. We got bowl games this time of year. We yeah. Got, mm-hmm. We got New Year's yeah, Eve. Yeah, usually we we're talking Christmas. about the yeah, national like, championship football game coming exactly. up. We're yeah. talking about Playoffs. the Razorbacks are playing on. you got the first few days of the, of the year. First few days this is of the market. First yeah. few days of the year are extremely busy for us. So it's, we, so we it's generally procedural, but this year – um, fireworks, you know, fireworks mm-hmm. were there, and you kind of knew they were coming. They were signaled that we were there was going to be some fireworks. You didn't know exactly what it was going to be, but you begin to kind of understand well what's actually happening on January sixth, and you begin to see oh, Mike Pence, who's the vice president in this particular case, goes. He's that the day. guy. From, he's the guy from Boy State. He's the Boy State. No, yeah. he, he's the actual vice president this oh, year. Oh, yeah. But. But he's actually the vice president. He may have been the guy from Boys State. <laughs> I think, but he might have been. He runs he, it. I think he did. Didn't he run the master, Indiana Boys State? He, 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 he's he a became, master champion of the chess tournament. He's a, he's so he's the guy who's running it. And then now you have the House and the Senate come together in a joint meeting, right? Then if there's any objections, then both the House, some person from the House and some person from the Senate have to agree that they both object. And in this particular case, I saw that what happened was one of the guys, I can't remember the guy's name, he stands up and says he objects to the Arizona. That's what got it all going. He, so, he, he objects to the Arizona. So let's go back. Okay. Let's, let's go, go back. back quite a ways because okay. I, I like where you're going with this. I want to get to that point. Yeah. I want to go back to, what was it, like June, April, May, June, when you've got Trump saying, hey, we may delay the elections. Mm-hmm. I thought this was cool because we, we read this the other day. You know, we because we were just like, well, what what happens? What, happens like, what if, if it, they don't yeah. confirm the results of the like? What what happens? Yeah, this is interesting. Yeah. yeah, and so we started trying to find articles, and what we found was this one from you know quite a while ago when they were talking about because of COVID and because it would not be safe to go to the polls, delaying the election until we have the vaccine and blah blah blah, which would essentially, I think, in Trump's mind, make Trump the, the de facto president for a extended forever. period of time, forever, <laughs> forever, maybe. <laughs> This guy from Georgetown, this this law professor from Georgetown, kind of lays out. Here's how it really goes. This is how it would work. And what you found was, because Trump's cabinet is no longer available, because they're they're all out too, and because uh, Nancy Pelosi was at, like, she's running, so she's not actually in office anymore. So as of January the 2nd or 3rd or something like that, Mm -hmm. she's no longer in office. So I don't think she was running this year, was she? I think I think her term went beyond. She this wasn't an election year for her. What you're talking about is it had to be confirmed on the first of January, second, whatever, right there, which that did happen. They confirmed everybody in the new Congress, and and then she was appointed um, or voted upon, and she won the Speaker, Speaker of the House. Right, yeah, so she right, won. But she was so that was all right. kind of a vote, and it kind of all happened. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. She has to yeah. be voted on as the Speaker, yeah, right. right? But the Speaker of the House, whoever that is, so her or whoever would be the president if if they. Well, that's the, that's the interesting thing is that what we saw was that you know imagine if everything got delayed, and then they didn't vote on that Speaker of the House, right? And so now she's really not the Speaker of House because they didn't vote on it. There's, then what happens? Then, and that's what you found out that it's, it, it, it was like it was like guys, nothing happens because yeah. you don't have you don't actually have a Senate pro temp. I think that was the de facto the uh, Grassley Grassley Charles yeah, Grassley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it would have fallen to Grassley. I think in the actual line of secession, he's like behind the Speaker of the House. I think so. I thought it was Secretary of State, but you don't get into the cabinet until Secretary of State, which is the fourth. So it's, you know, the vice, President, Speaker of the vice House. President, Speaker of the House, President Pro Tem of the Senate. President Pro Tem of the Senate. And then you you move to the cabinet. So, you know, Secretary yeah. of State, Secretary of Defense, and then Secretary of State, then Secretary of Treasury. And then there's a bunch of others. Secretary of the Interior at hey, some at point. Number, at 13, you get to the Secretary, no, the uh, Secretary of Urban Development or something like that. It's like the TV uh, show you're talking about. Like, right? yeah, like designated, designated survivor. survivor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like that guy who's... That's an easier civics lesson, probably. Just watch. Yeah, it, and it's just, it, I mean, the whole thing's interesting to me around that there is a process, there is a procedure. It may, and, and here's the thing, that it may not be like what you think it's going to be. Right. And so if you don't know what it's going to be, and then it ends up looking different than you think it should look, there's where the conflict might come in, right? And then, of course, we have media outlets who will kind of play that up one way or the other, um, rather than just here's the facts, here's yeah. the way it works, and yeah, that's been that, and that's kind of what we saw a little bit here going on. Is that what does the Constitution really say 
about this procedure and so on and so forth. And I mean, there's a lot, it lot gets a lot deeper with the elections and who's really responsible for the election in each individual state and so on and so forth. And I don't want to go into the details of all that because we don't want to make everybody adding, mad. Yeah. We don't want <laughs> to, I mean, enough. I, well, it's, I, I yeah. think, I think this is where we all, you know, you, you just assume, yeah, I go down to the poll, I cast my vote and my vote go, my vote gets counted. And on the news, they tell us who won. Right. Yeah. It became interesting because now I'm now I'm curious who's responsible for these votes. Right. Who's responsible for counting them up? Yep. What is the process? Yep. Who's responsible for mail-in ballots? Who's responsible for absentee ballots? Who's responsible for who's responsible for all this stuff? And what type of checks and balances are in place? And how yep. does it work? And you've got all these people accusing one side of kicking poll watchers out. And I'm like, I didn't know there were poll watchers. Yeah. Are there poll watchers in Fayetteville? I've There's never. There's poll dancers in Fayetteville. But. Yeah, you have seen some. You know all about so, the poll so dancers. I've heard. I'm not taking that out. Not, that's okay. That's okay. That's, so, how do you think me and Sharon met? Oh, oh boy, oh, boy, oh, you got to take. Okay, take that. We out. might have to take that out. Take that out. So uh, now I'm curious. Yeah. Who's counting these these ballots up? My vote, I just thought my vote, I hit the buttons on the screen and it zaps to CNN News Center or Fox News News Center or, you know, Election Center and Anderson Cooper. No, who's the guy that does it? Wolf Blitzer. No, who's the guy that does it at CNN? Hopefully somebody's buying them pizza, you know, at commercial break. <laughs> yeah. Like, hydrate, everybody hydrate. We're going to go. We only have like 13 more hours like, on he the like, air. He like runs around the yeah. newsroom and they're like people, like a, like a Tour de France, you know, people like squirt water in his mouth and he... <laughs> Throw a little pizza in there and stand in there again. Well, and well, and that's the other thing of this whole everything that's happened over this election cycle is that the the media really doesn't make that decision. That's the whole thing is that the media has kind of moved themselves into this place of, oh, you know, we're sitting there keeping an eye on it, and then we'll call a state or we'll make a decision. When in reality, no, they. I mean, they're just the media outlet, almost kind of. You know, like at the end of a football game, you can kind of see that Alabama is going to win. So they just go ahead always. and call the game. Right. And it's yeah, always, you know, <laughs> so um, well, well, so well, it's that kind of thing. Well, it was interesting. And, and one one of the things was that video from Atlanta right. with the uh, the poll where they, they go. Uh, allegedly, they go pull out the secret ballots from underneath the table and Suitcases, all the cases. Yeah. Suitcases. The secret suitcases and all the stuff. And which there was no evidence of. But go ahead. Well, there was evidence of a video. Well, there's they, a, video a video of these guys, and see. and then number one, where the like, what time frame are we talking about? Yeah, and then you find out, oh, well, that's actually like two days before the actual water break right. that they alleged. Like, there's a reason why the poll watchers aren't there. So they talk about why the poll watchers are there, aren't there, all this other stuff, and you're like, how? D- I don't who decides know. all this stuff? Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. like. Yeah, a lot of things have happened, I, and I'm I'm one that stands on the side of I think this is good that all this stuff kind of gets out in the open. I'm I'm like I want I want to know what really is going to start happening in these election places. You know, I want to I want to have a little more transparency, a little more. And I, right. Keith, you're kind of like I don't want to know any more about it. I don't even yeah, want to know. Oh, how I find it boring, but yeah. I, I completely it needs to be transparent. 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 It needs but, to be and here's the thing: is is be able to every one of those yeah. every one of those should be on a live feed. Every polling location in the country should have a live feed yep. of the people counting ballots, and you can just everybody can watch it. Yeah, like and a then, giant closed yeah. circuit. We're recording TV every and single and then minute you know, of it. Yeah. And then I'm not going to watch it because if anything happens, I know you watched it. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, you know, there's now there's a video you can always go back and sure. look at, and somebody, sure. right, yeah, I watched that's, that's it or reasonable. somebody watched well, it, and you can go, wait a minute, look at, wait a minute, look at that, yeah. you know. Well, I, I think yeah. that's, I it's think like that's just like having the logical, camera yeah. in the count room at a casino. Or right. Absolutely, yeah. 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 yeah, we do it for the casino, we do it in the sure. jail cells, yeah, we do you it, think, you know. You think Pick casino, your nose in a casino without somebody mm-hmm. seeing it. Yeah. Uh, you know what we should do? We should put whoever operates Chick-fil-A drive-through and whoever runs security at the casino, those two people should get together and run the polls. Amen. I, That's I, it. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. You vote, you get a free chicken sandwich. I'd be, <laughs> That's awesome. I'd be there. I love it. I, uh, I would be committing voter fraud. to be like through the line a few times. I'd eat no, my name is uh, Via Getty. <laughs> Well, it, I mean, it has been a lesson and, and, you know, to kind of shift to the market discussion around that is that we, and we've talked about this a lot, that, that even though there's been a lot of upheaval around, upheaval around all that, while there's been a pandemic going on, the market has just kept going straight up. 
Yeah. I mean, basically since March, right? March March 23rd was the low. 23rd. And, and we had some volatility, you know, in the, mm-hmm. in the few weeks after that. But as we're anticipating October, November, seeing some correction, right, going into the election, all that. Nope, not at all. Then not in December. COVID numbers, then, deaths just kept getting worse and worse. This, yeah, this election kind of and spike and, those, and uh, all the so it's, craziness it's, around mm-hmm. that. Yeah, market's just uh, thumbing just, its nose at it. Keeps going. That's it's right. Been, it's been really odd. And you guys have talked about the fact that the people that are buying and keeping this market going up are not these institutional investors. No, this is a. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it, it kind of comes back to that whole Tina thing. There is no alternative. Right. No FOMO, fear of missing and, out. And yep. so. And you're still getting a lot of indexing. Exactly. So you're still getting money flowing into 401ks right. and you're still getting a lot of people utilizing index funds. So, yeah, I mean. Good point. So, so it doesn't even have to be some sort of a quote irrational trader. It's like, no, yeah. no, I just reallocated back into the market. Well, it's an index fund. The right. index owns Tesla at yep, right. you know a thousand times earnings or whatever. And I, I think that this bubble does pop though, and I yeah. think it pops in certain areas. It doesn't have to pop. It like not every single stock has to go down for the bubble to pop. Right. Yep. In in two thousand, yeah, that was a good example. You know, in in ninety nine and early two thousand, when the the TMT tech media telecom bubble was. And so when they started going down, a lot of boring stuff like banks and REITs and Berkshire Hathaway and stuff started coming back up. Well, the, the headline averages were still down significantly over the next couple of years, but some of that other boring stuff bucked the trend and, and there was money to be made in some deep value stocks. Yeah, at yeah the for time. sure. So, so that maybe we get the same thing here. Now, I think valuations across the board, medium are valuations higher. are probably higher. Right. So, but I mean, I'm, you can still find some stuff out there in the yeah, teens. Yeah. You're just saying that there's Kimberly the, Clark is still trading travelers, in the teens. The smaller the travelers are still trading smaller in the teens. Smaller number of stocks are the ones that have been jacked up really, oh, really super high, right. and so there those yeah. are the ones that are thirty one. Yeah, driving Tesla. Everything. Tesla's and and just, good, like yesterday it was fifteen hundred. I have no idea what it is today. It's up up nearly a hundred dollars today. No, no, no. It's back. It's pulled way back from being up nearly a hundred dollars up about 60 bucks now still at 873 dollars yeah, so only 60 dollars <laughs> jeez somebody on, decided Tesla, don't be a sissy well somebody decided to sell today right they thought okay this is the sell opportunity enough. Right? enough's enough enough's I mean, enough i'm you, getting out yeah so charles mckay wrote um in the madness of extraordinary popular delusions in yes. the bandits of crap you got to say it with an english accent he was english <laughs> extraordinary popular delusions and the madness of crowds so charles mckay writes <laughs> that's pretty good 1840s or something, something like that, that. yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's early 1800s yeah and he talks about the tulip bubble the tulip mm. tulip mania or the dutch tulip bubble right. interesting stuff and man it's fascinating you t- you look at some of the stuff in the market like tesla like zoom and you kind of go yeah 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 but you know where you know where that's actually happening bitcoin yeah, mm-hmm. right. Bitcoin is, is forty one thousand forty one thousand American dollars buys you one Bitcoin right now. And 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 it is and what is a Bitcoin? And and, and I'm saying literally that, saying that rhetorically it is Yeah, what is it? And I and I've seen I've seen these guys these crypto guys on Instagram and Facebook and stuff and they're just I mean, they are tooting their horns now mm-hmm. and they're saying, get in now, get in now. This thing's going to be $100,000 before you know it. Well, what, I, what I'm hearing is that it's the alternative to the dollar. And so the, the anticipation of this is as the dollar devalues with all this printing of this money, Amen. well, then now Bitcoin becomes the alternative and now it becomes the right. And, and there's so a there's, lot of truth to that. So so there's no question at all that if, if you're printing currencies at infinitum, whether it's yen, euros, dollars, whatever, I mean, you will devalue those paper currencies against blank. But is, is Bitcoin the answer? And that's where I'm just lost. I was like, what is Bitcoin, what it, we just decided Bitcoin or somebody yeah, decided Bitcoin. So it's an Bitcoin. alternative, but how is it there not is fiat literally, currency? How is it There not? is literally only one thing on this earth that is finite, it, that exists, that's real, that's hard, that is tangible, and that's land. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's stuff like that. Land. Right. Yeah. Like, you can't make more land. Well, unless you're in China. Well, you can Which they, make more land in China. done that, they, you know, put an airport out in where it used to be water. <laughs> uh, the Cheplap yeah. Airport yeah. Yeah. in Hong Kong. They, yeah. It was water, and then they Young, up don't you want to land there? <laughs> land I'm going to land. Feels on, muddy. Land. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's anyway. a soft landing. But, but yes, soft landing. To, to, your, to your point, it's, yeah, yes. <laughs> it's it's mostly only yeah. There's a there's a certain amount of it. Well, and and it, I mean, this also lends the discussion to gold, right? That gold now becomes more valuable 
I sure. mean, because the dollar value begins to go, you know, and because they can only find a certain amount of it. And, right. and as hard as they try, the gold supply only goes up on average a couple of percent a year. And I yeah. think it's been less in recent years because a lot of the good gold mines have been played out. So it's a little harder to find. There's not as much of it. Right. What, you, what you're looking for is something that's scarce. Yes. Right? And what Bitcoin try to do is they try to create scarcity by saying there's only a certain number of these. Now, Bit, Bitcoin. Which is true. That, right. I mean, but my thought. Right. And now, I'm sorry to interrupt. Is that yes. what prevents somebody else from Well, there's Ethereum in? now. There you go. I mean, Ethereum's John, on John a rocket Coyne. ride. Like, yeah. You think Bitcoin's on a rocket ride? Go look at Ethereum. Absolutely asinine trading up of something that does not exist but so because it's not because it's not necessarily replacing what it's supposed to which is you're trying to remove the risk of people printing of the u.s printing dollars right 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 so we don't print more bitcoin so it goes up but you know ethereum and john yeah. coin and everything right. else so that, that's that's but it becomes an investment play a speculative play yeah so i'm going to mm. sell my bitcoin at forty-one thousand because i can go buy ethereum because it hasn't run all the way to forty-one thousand yet mm. so then the value of bitcoin drops you're like, man, your time. The only thing that gives it value is that we think it has value. The, right. Yeah, right. The perception. Now, like you can much. say that with the American dollar, but yet you have the largest economy on the planet that in some way backs that dollar. Right. The U.S. military backs the dollar. True. You can't pay taxes with Bitcoin. You have to pay taxes with dollars. And so... You know, mm. or that that standard exists. It's printed right there on the money. This, you know, this is legal legal tender for all debts, public and private. If you go to your banker and you give them dollars, they have to take them. They they can't say no. We, we want Bitcoin or whatever. And well, so, and this and this goes to the to the point back to the civics lesson because I think we can we can all agree, Bitcoin has gotten out of hand. Cryptos in general, until we have a better idea of exactly how cryptocurrency, and I, I think blockchain is here to stay. I think these cryptocurrencies could come and go. I think Bitcoin could be replaced in a heartbeat and, and it wouldn't affect anything. Nothing would actually be affected. And that's where you, that's the fear, right? Yep. It's valid to want to find a place where someone else, some guy in Washington or some guy in New York can't devalue your buying power. Correct. At the same that's time. A, that's a legitimate Right. Undertaking. At the same time, I don't know that creating a currency out of thin air does that in any, in any way, shape or form. Now, maybe we're all wrong about this. Yeah, maybe right. we're just old and wrong. And, and all of these other guys. Maybe they've got it and we hadn't gotten it figured out. And I admit that I, I'm just maybe I'm baffled. And, and do I wish I had bought Bitcoin? But I guarantee you a there were... A month ago, six months oh, ago. Oh, absolutely. Sure. But I can't bring myself to make that. At some I don't want to be the guy that... Buys pegs it at the, the pegs top. The top. Yeah. yeah, you, and yeah. you can easily Keith, do would that. You please, would you please buy one Bitcoin <laughs> right. so we could all go ahead and peg the yeah. top? Like, It'll be me, you so don't worry. <laughs> I'll be the guy who does that. And yeah. we've got a couple of other folks we know that might do that too, you yeah. know, so that'd be the place Boy, to jump hey, out. I, I want to go to the place of, on Bitcoin and kind of like shifting to the civics lesson, of there were a lot of people highly invested in the idea that tulips were the new currency in the Netherlands, well, in Holland, technically. So Holland's was not in a country for very long, but in Holland. In the 1600s. In the 1600s, right? right. People thought these tulips were the new currency. I can exchange tulips for anything. They're famous for their tulips there. They were telling all these smart, older bankers, man, you're just, you're just old. You don't know what's going on. Tulips are the way of the, tulips are the, way of the future. You don't Have you it. bought anything with tulips here recently, Don? Not at all. Well, in 1600, no. it was the future. I've seen some okay. tulips, but that's about it. <laughs> but you know what prevailed was logic, money, basic, yeah, yeah. basic banking practices. Yeah, right. it, it was well, a speculative frenzy, and and, yeah. and and yeah, people were trading tulip bulbs like they were internet stocks or Bitcoin, Bitcoin. or whatever. Yeah, and, and and people made a lot of money for a while until logic prevailed, and then it started going down, and then everybody looked at it and it's like uh this little thing that i could probably eat looks like a clove of garlic or whatever is is not worth a hundred thousand dutch guilders and well, so one thing we might see here is that um the stimulus package got passed right before right uh i, I don't know a few weeks ago it's hard to keep up with exactly the day yeah. but it got passed i think i, you, think, I yeah. mean there are people that have already gotten check you know the right. six hundred dollar it came out, but now that we have, we're going to have a, a Democratic House, Democratic Senate, uh, 50-50 in the Senate with 
Kamala Harris now being the vice president, being able to split the vote to get the majority, right. and then a and then a Democratic president, the the likelihood of another stimulus package coming out with two thousand dollar checks or at least the four, up the fourteen hundred, right, right, the fourteen hundred yeah. that would come out. Um, is really high. Well, that just means printing more money. That means we're sure. going to print more money. So this, what we're actually talking about right yeah, now, will just continue to keep going. Right. The just cycle at this point, the yeah. cycle. We're in the. I mean, why not just send ten thousand dollars checks to people? What does yeah. it matter? Yeah, well, right. that's, that's, fifty thousand dollars. Really make everybody. Who cares? Why stop there? Sure. There's, yeah, there's, there's, and, the, and we're not the, saying the that printing, people don't need the money. We don't want to sound like oh, in, gosh, insensitive. No. You know. Absolutely not. No, the, the, the point is, like, like, where do we get that yeah. number from? We yeah. just pull it out of our rear end. Two thousand right. dollars. Yeah, right. where where'd that come from? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yep. And and, uh, and we don't have the money again, regardless of how bad pe- people need it. It's not like there's a big stack like of out money of the on the shelf. There's yeah. not a big pile of money sitting somewhere. Well, let's go ahead and draw some. It's out not of even an expected receipt. Like, an, it's not even an expected tax receipt. We spend twice as much. The federal government spends twice as much as we take in in taxes already. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now we're going to tri- print an additional. You know, who knows how much, two, three trillion dollars to send checks to everybody, which is fine. That's great. It's not like, like he said, people need the money. People yeah. will spend it. People will pay down debt with it, whatever they do. And, and, and again, it's I, I not think they like should, that's- I think there should be limitation. I think they should send it out and it should be like it has to be spent within three months. And we talked one. We talked about there becoming a black market in like sure. the cars. If you did like Visa gift cards. But still, if they expired in three months, even if they created a black market about it around it. It still gets spent. It. Sure, sure. The money still like gets this spent. Thing, this thing runs out tomorrow. I'm headed to Walmart or yeah, Best Buy. I'm going to buy something. So, sure, sure. And you can't buy stock with it. In fairness, I mean, we're talking about all these deficits and money printing and stuff. They were doing it anyway before COVID and before all this stuff. Oh, yeah. So, it, it, you know, sure. you could make the same point. Do we really need a trillion dollar defense budget or whatever? So, you know. Yeah, that's, and this, is, this goes it, back when, because I remember how vehemently we opposed, you know, I think the right opposed Obama whenever he kept asking for these uh, the debt the debt ceiling extensions sure. or you know sure. raising the debt ceiling. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember going oh, through I each do. one of those. Oh, Man, yeah. it was I remember just like, it. Yeah, it was like pulling Government teeth. Shut we'd down, we'd so. like get to the last minute. We it was like every month. It felt like. Yep. You do realize that like Trump spent I think twice as much money as Obama did right. in his first four years. He's no conservative, and he's not even like. We raised the debt ceiling like boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. It was so fast, and, and no yeah. one said no, no one, one says anything about nobody it. Nobody said anything. Yeah. Well, the, where, was, like where was where was the uh, eight trillion dollars of additional debt almost in a in a heartbeat in where four was the years? Outrage? Right. Yeah. Even before COVID. Ex- yeah. yeah. Exactly. Right. And then COVID happened, and now I think sure. I, I think we've pushed up to about thirty trillion. I think the national debt is approaching thirty trillion dollars, or right. We're getting we're, very we're close. Getting there. We'll be get there, getting there fast. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, so you do have some people in Congress in the Senate saying, "No, we can't do this. No, we can't do this." And what? But those voices are not as strong as the others, at least in the vote. Right. When you say, "Hey, I'm headed to Washington to to, to represent you, the constituent," right. and, and I applaud this person, right? I would applaud the person that even if they firmly believe within them, within their core, that one thing should take place. They ran on a platform and people voted for that platform and therefore they're they're there to represent the people, right. not to right. inflict their own opinions and beliefs on sure. We like And these people supported them financially too. Exactly. So, so not yep. not just that, you know, money buys access, but I mean, you know, these people once they get elected, they want to be reelected. And so if they don't follow right. their constituents, John, like you were saying, you know, it's like, okay, we'll remember that next go around. Yeah. So yep. I don't know. It's yep. not I don't want to be in politics. That that's a that's the, that's the reason, and, you know, you, and, yeah. and not getting too deep over into the politics stuff, but that's the reason we need term limits around these folks so that they're not well, just there I think forever. this is good, right? Sure. How yeah. about just termination? I just think, like Terminator. <laughs> Terminator. I think we need the Terminator. I think we need the Terminator. Terminator. All right. So I, I think this is good, right? Because I think this is a healthy debate. We can all have this. I think we're knowledgeable enough about this this topic. Speak me, for yourself. Yeah. Let's, let's throw this one out there, okay? Okay. A, around... The Federal Reserve. Now, the Federal Reserve chairman is appointed by the by the president, right, or kind of nominated by the president and then confirmed by the Senate, I believe. I think so. Okay. Okay. Something like that, yeah. So, basically, the person who has the ability to hit the big red print button mm-hmm. is also appointed by the same people that want him to hit the big red print button. Mm-hmm. What if the Federal Reserve chairman was elected by the people? What if he didn't answer to... Congress or the president or any political party? What if he just literally was elected by the people 
And the because the Federal Reserve can decide. President he's, Trump cannot march down there and say, you are going to print this money or else. No, he's, he's completely independent. He or she's separate. completely They're independent. Supposed to, be supposed to be independent. But again, you know, if but you're what the if they were, chairman of the Fed, yeah. you got the, the president. No, I mean, I, I don't mean just Trump, I, Obama, anybody. You got the president leaning on you and he or she is trying to get reelected. It's like, hey, let's print up some money. Help me get reelected. Yeah, let's let's throw some stimulus right at everybody. Now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like they all do it. If we really polled people, we would find more people are fi- more fiscally conservative than the federal government has ever been. Everybody complains about wasteful government spending, right. but yet the only people that don't complain about it are you know, elected officials, these legislators that decide what we're going to spend the money on. So if the Federal Reserve said, hey, no, my, uh, the people who elect me, they're, they're not going to spend any more money, so I can't hit the big red print button anymore. So you've got to figure it out over there. You've got you've to create some fiscal policies. You've got to create a budget. You've got to do something that aligns with what the people want, which is how much money I can actually print. And where I let interest rates slide to. Just put me if in charge the, and it'll all be all right. Yeah, you sound like Don right now. <laughs> put me in Don. Yeah, you and Mal. Yeah. If it, well, that's just the way we all think, right? If, you'll sure. do, if, if everybody I, will just do it the way I do it, then everything will be great. Right. So here's what we it's believe. Complicated. I, don't want, we, I don't want that much responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you hear lots of stories about that, that yeah. once someone gets to Washington, If they weren't they already change. corrupted, they yeah, probably they change. Do. And the system, can, the system kind of beats them up and changes them rather right, than... Right. And they just and watch they, House of Cards. Yeah. Oh man, except that's a, for the last season, it was yeah. weird. But I didn't see the yeah. last season yet. Yeah, yeah. But, don't yeah. waste your time. Uh, yeah, that was. Yeah. That, it, but that is an interesting show, just from the standpoint of wow, could that really happen? Could that yeah. really be the way it is? You know, that's the way. I'm, I've, I know Terry I and think, I sit there watching it, thinking, "Is that really what happens?" I you think know? that's. I think that's more accurate than we want to actually believe. Mm-hmm. Now, it's probably overly dr- dramatized, right? Because, I mean, right. it's just it's television. It'd have to be, yeah. You but hope it you is. Know what anyway. it, you know what I don't think happens in Washington is West Wing. I don't think there's a Jed Bartlett <laughs> in Washington. I think no. it was Jed Bartlett, right? And is that the West Wing president? I never watched it. It was uh, Martin, Martin Sheen. Sheen. Yeah, Martin Sheen, yeah. I, I yeah. Didn't, I yeah. Didn't watch that, the show. I, that's my favorite television show of all time, yeah. West Wing. If you haven't seen this, watch it. Yeah, West Wing. That's that's an old one. Yeah, Been it's, around a long time. It's really good. I know we talked about the fact that we would spend a little time talking about predictions for, and we did a little bit of that last time, but now that we've kind of gotten over, we know what's going to happen on the 20th. We know now there's a Democratic House and a Democratic Senate. Any new predictions in your mind? You know, maybe... What do you think the stock market's going to do? What do you think is going to happen with um, the government? I mean, not from an economic standpoint, economic. Next couple of weeks will be interesting, no question about it. I mean, hopefully not too interesting. Yeah. Right. We can go for boring here. It's time for calming down. You know what? If we can can just avoid a a shirtless man with a raccoon hat, that that would be ideal for the that's the best. But yeah, it, it feels He'll like... He'll have his own talk show on the E-Network here in about six months. Live or from Sing as, Sing. As soon as he gets out of prison or whatever. <laughs> well, and you know, and I... Viking man. And, and like a lot of folks, I'm on Facebook and I, I don't do a lot of posting or anything on Facebook, but I read a lot of what the people are saying. I mean, I think both sides, because I'm, I'm friends with both Democrat and Republican on Facebook, obviously, or I see both sides. And it seems like both groups are almost kind of going, okay, let's quit watching we're TV. Exhausted. Let's quit. Yeah, we're exhausted by all this. Yeah. Wow, we hope that happens, right? Yeah, we're right. all craving some normalcy and, and yeah. just yeah. boring. Yeah. And, and yeah. CNN and Fox are not going to want to do that. They want you on there. Absolutely. They want you listening. Yeah. Boring is bad for ratings. Boring is yeah. bad. I yeah. think news ratings ripped here recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no like doubt. You, you got your eyes are glued to the to the news stations mm-hmm. all the time. And of course, the same thing on your phone. I mean, mm-hmm. the notifications coming through, sure. the number of articles that you read and all this other stuff. So Information overload. Well, And really, so, as human beings, we're probably not built to stand that much. It's it's like uh, your adrenaline's always going, that fight or flight instinct or whatever, mm-hmm. that, you know, where we used to would run from a saber-toothed tiger or whatever thousands of years ago. Now, you know, you look at your phone like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> you know, and then, <laughs> all you know, the time. Ah, ah. <laughs> we, we react to that, what yeah. we see on that phone. So yeah. It's, yeah. it's just a constant stream of it. I, I yeah. know at our house, we, you know, we were glued to the TV and the news and, and all, all the stuff, you know, around the election and for the next few weeks and all the drama. And we finally just got to the point, like, we got to turn it off and watch Christmas movies and, and, and just <laughs> right. chill out. Let's so watch a Christmas so movie. around Christmas, you know, yeah, yeah. It was, it, it's not healthy, but, but you yeah. got to know, you want to know. You're, you're yeah, you want it. And in our business, we should know 
Yeah. You know, something of to, what's going on and have to pay attention to how this affects the people, market. People always ask me when they say they're like, what, what, what news do you watch? I'm like, well, I watch CNBC all day. So when I get home, I don't watch news. Yeah. And King of the Hill. Man, I love King of the Hill. Love me some King of the Hill, which apparently is where that raccoon hat guy got his, his, he got it from (laughs) Boomhauer. Okay. (laughs) So they, they actually is a meme going around like, you know, in 2003, Boomhauer wears the exact same raccoon hat with with the, with horns. With the horns. That's where he got it. (laughs) So, so no, um, I don't, I'm not hearing predictions either way. I mean, you guys got a prediction here. You got like, what would you anticipate you're going to see the next six months? You said there'd be a, a little calm, maybe, but we're hoping. Yeah, but I mean, but, but the new administration is going to want to jump in and do some things, I right. think. I, I don't think, think, so I think they're going to get active you're early. Gonna get a, you're going to get a bunch of money. I think they are going to try to be a little bit more targeted with this with this stimulus mm-hmm. package. I know the yeah. PPP, at least, is going to be more targeted right. yeah, fair. to businesses. Fair. Yeah, yeah, to businesses that actually need the don't money. just throw it out of helicopters, unless I'm yeah. the one standing under the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll take it, yeah. <laughs> but... GDP is is in the tank. Payrolls look terrible. Unemployment's much higher than than it should be. Than the, it's, the it's it, than it's sustainable for our economy. Right. The unemployment number just went up. Yeah, ticked up now yesterday. The, today, yeah, the, just the first time in a few months. Yeah, well, and it, it wasn't and horrible, but it was. It wasn't it was terrible, going, but and you're talking about the U three number. That I think yeah, the U five number is approaching 16 percent now, which is unsustainable. Unsustainable for our economy. Um, especially because those people, and, and, and back, to, back to Keith's point, those people need help. They need yeah. the money. Yep. They're not paying their rent. Like right. landlords aren't getting, aren't, how months, valuable months is your commercial behind. property? How valuable is your apartment complex if only half the tenants are paying rent right now? And right. the ones that haven't paid, may, maybe haven't paid in six months. There's yeah. been a moratorium on evictions and things like that and foreclosures. So. I don't know how. Which that, I think those are good things. I think the moratorium on yeah, evictions yeah. and foreclosures is probably a we good don't thing. But we need to make millions sure millions of that, homeless people. Yeah. Oh, that's it's even worse, right? Right. But we also need to make sure that okay, we're how are we fixing the components of the economy that have been hurt the most, and then also how are we stimulating the components of the economy that are going to give us yield us the greatest return in terms of GDP growth going forward? Yeah. Do you, Do you yeah. guys think uh, that we will have some sort of a uh, modern day version of a CCC or a WPA or something, or going back to our example of a uh, uh, house of cards, Frank Underwood, you know, yeah. this second or third season, America works or something. I mean, yeah. do you yeah. think yeah. we'll see some kind of a, I think that you're going to see, it, I, be I would love for there to be a pretty large inf- infrastructure package in this, in this bill as the Senate races were unfolding. And as you learned more about how close they were, but also look like the Democrats were going to win. We hold two stocks, new core and commercial metals. Both of those were up significantly, both over 5% on that day. And you making, have to believe that's an infrastructure. Stuff like right. that, yeah. They make steel rebar. So you have to believe that's an infrastructure package. Mm-hmm. If we start rebuilding roads across the country or adding new roads or, you know what, we might just build a bridge to Bermuda. Have, have you what ever driven heck? to Bermuda before? <laughs> we will now. Yeah. Right. I, think now. I think it's about, what, how far is that out? About 1,000 miles it's, out into the ocean or something like that? Out. 800 miles out into the is ocean? Is that close to Boston? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the way from According to you, everything's Miami close to Boston. Boston. Yeah, everything's right close to Boston. It's like Miami, Boston, <laughs> Bermuda, right? Yeah, right, right, right along there together. <laughs> somewhere yeah. in there. <laughs> somewhere over there, yeah. But I, I do kind of think that, that even people that claim to be more fiscally conservative or fiscally responsible or whatever could get behind that more than just handing out money, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Sure. Um, like, all right, well, let's give them a job. And at least at the end of the day, we wind up with a new bridge. Yes. To Bermuda. Or, yes. Or, or wherever it needs right. to go. Yeah, right. exactly. All the good places. Or, or the Hyperloop. Old well, bridges the, that need yeah, to be fixed they, that are 80 years old or whatever. Yeah, what they do is you apply for these grants. So uh, this is what happened in Obamacare. Uh, not Obamacare, sorry. This is what happened in the Obama stimulus packages is he had the, the money was, was created. And then the federal government said, okay, apply. Everyone, every municipality, every county, you know, apply for the money. Well, we applied for the flyover project here in Fayetteville. We got the money and we built the flyover project. Obviously, it paid for somebody on a crossland construction. Or I don't know who builds that kind of stuff. But whoever, whatever company, local company that we have was able to, to pay for their, you know, pay their employees because they had jobs. They had contracts, right? Yeah. That was a good deal. I mean, I mean, talk, talk, talk about something that we all could use. If we did something like that, especially if it's, if it's works related, if it's infrastructure related, what type of infrastructure are we talking about? Because I think I think we've talked about you know rural broadband, 
Right. And I think We've that'll be- talked about roads and bridges. I think Trump also talked about roads and bridges. Mass transit's definitely something. I right. think there's a lot of airports that are probably struggling right now. These are infrastructure type things. Sure. So. Sure. I don't know. That, that seems, and that that would be good use of the money. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, to do something along that line. If you're going to go in provide, debt and, or, and yep. or print money, yep. you wind up with something on the other side that right. hopefully has yeah, some let's utility. Make sure, that let's make sure we're not, right. not throwing money out to somebody no, sure. so, for no reason because that's we know that's a mistake. Well, and, and what we've done here recently is we've created money. We give it to people. A lot of those people buy goods from China with the money. They buy goods on Amazon and they buy goods on Walmart.com. A lot of that money doesn't necessarily circulate in the... Sure. You in, stimulate the in, economy in of the, China or right. Korea or Japan or whatever, or, or some which of the is, U.S., but... Right which, and this is important to, to note, um, one thing that we want to talk about, uh, Don and I kind of made some New Year's resolutions. Keith Keith avoided it at all costs, but Don and I made some <laughs> New Year's resolutions. I've already, Don's, I'm already perfect. Yeah, Don's going to... Uh, <laughs> Don's going to try to learn the other side of the political spectrum a little bit more. And I was going to try to learn more about localization yeah. versus globalization. And this is, goes to that point. The The podcast that we paused to do this one was actually going to be on localization. I figured out a resolution. To what, what is I it? want to learn how to speak Canadian. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and then you just say, wait, I think you just wait. say a boot instead of about. And you're, you got it. <laughs> a boot. A boot. <laughs> a boot. What just happened over there? A boot, yeah. <laughs> a boot, yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> now is Saab from Canada, Sweden? Oh, Sweden, yeah. yeah Sweden. There you go. But they're long gone, so yeah. That, well, I have a story about oh, okay. Saab, yeah, okay. that I need to I need to share with the group here. So I met with a client yesterday. Uh, Keith is a Saab fan. How long have you had the old Saab? Twenty six years. Now explain what Saab is for those who may not know. It's a Swedish car company that is no longer in business. The financial okay. crisis back in 08, 09, I think, took them down. I think wiped they, them out. Yeah, so kind I'm, of a cool car they, though. Yeah, they made. Uh, they started out making fighter planes in World War II for the Swedish hmm. Air Force, okay. and then after the war was over, it's like, oh no, what are we going to make? Let's make cars. Wait, it's so the, they, the Swedish Air Force. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the SAAB stands for Svenska. Uh, you know, Aeroplan Aktibolaget, if, if, if I'm pronouncing that right. So it's like, I think you nailed it. Swedish yeah. Aeroplan AB, which is okay. for all the, for all of the listeners in Sweden, would you please respond and tell us how Keith did on his yeah, pronunciation? How, how, was that, how was that pronunciation? Yeah. So, but, so here's the story. So I'm meet with a client yesterday. Right. Um, her and her husband are there. We're talking and she tells me she knows you. And we're talking about that a little bit. And then she says, oh yeah. She goes, does Keith still have the sob? And I said, well, yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, you, you know him well yeah. if you know about the Saab, you know. Known her and, since she was a little girl. Yeah, a little girl. And so she uh, so she says, oh, yeah, I got a great story about that. She goes, one, one time um, Keith has a son that's close to her age. And I guess they kind of went to elementary school together. In church. In, yeah. in church together and yeah. stuff. And so apparently you liked her and you kind of thought, well, that'd be cool if her and your son hooked up, right? And so um, are hooked, hooked up. up. Sorry, I can't say that. Got that married. You, you were you were hopeful that they might become boyfriend, girlfriend or something along that line, you know. And, and, and anything we could do to embarrass him. And, and, and what as, you were as doing any good parent yeah. would do. So she yeah. says that you say to her, hey, listen, if you'll marry Peyton – then I'll give you the sob. Wait a minute. Are you trying to arrange marriages over here? No, no. <laughs> Keith this? was... Keith, what is this, Mumbai? What Keith was ra- arranging marriages. Yeah, we he, were. Susan and I said said to her, if, if you'll marry Peyton, I'll give you the sob. Yep. And so she thought that was the coolest was thing. She was like, she thought that was a great deal. You know? She's <laughs> like, I like the car, but you know... I don't know. Do I really, really, do I really have Peyton? to have the boy? How long do I have to be married? How long do I have to be married? How long does this contract last? But anyway, that, that sob has lots of stories uh, connected to the sob, you know, so anyway, yeah. keep we keep hearing why, stories about why the did sob. You get, why did you become enamored with sobs? I don't know. I, 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 I do remember uh, years ago... We came upon a car wreck, a head-on collision that had just happened. I mean, just mm-hmm. seconds before we got there. And I, I saw the guy's face buried in the dash of his car. And it oh, kind of, yeah, it just kind of, so I thought, okay, you know, I'm going to get a safe car. So at the time I was 24, 25 and, and Saabs and Volvos were always known as being super safe cars. And so I thought when I get ready to buy a new car, I'm buying a Saab. I liked them better mm-hmm. than Volvos. And so mm-hmm. they were a little sportier. 
I bet Via Gaiety drives a Volvo. Via <laughs> yeah, Gaiety right. drives. You know he does. Where, 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 are Volvos are, 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 where, where, where are Volvos made? Sweden. Yes. Also so, Sweden. Yeah. So for some reason, Sweden was kind of known for safe cars. Maybe it's because of their winter weather and people are sliding around and you're going to get in a wreck. You might as well be in a safe car. So the only convertible I ever had years. was a was a Volkswagen convertible, and that was the funnest car ever yep. in the world. I love that thing. And, um, Don't you wish you still had it? I wish I still had that yeah. car. It was so awesome. It had the heat coming up from the floorboard. Oh yeah. So that otherwise was, that known as exhaust. Yeah, You're otherwise f- known as exhaust. That's fuel. called exhaust. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not heat done. I had a Volkswagen too. Why was the heater coming up? Why do I get dizzy about ten seconds <laughs> later? You know why they made well, the convertible, right? Like, right. Like, yeah, <laughs> to, to activate heater, please pull top back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or to let the fumes out. Let the, the, fumes, the fumes out. Yeah, no, it, it was a, it was really hard to get your um, you know your windshield to yes. quit to defrost. You know Did you couldn't ever get the defrost. You could scrape the inside of your. Oh yeah, you could never get that, that to work. Yeah, an ice oh scraper on the inside of yeah. the windshield. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it was great. It was great. So okay, sorry for what? I'm just I'm going just, down memory lane. Going down yeah. memory lane. Um, no, memory lane is great, man. You keep your boring life to yourself. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> right down the memory lane there. Yeah, so yeah, uh, you know. Um, I guess I just ran out of stuff to say, so I stopped. Yeah, so we that's gotta, all I got to say about that. Connect to, to the next. <laughs> that's, thing. that's all I'm going to say about that. That's all I got to <laughs> say about that. Well, any good stock? We good stock? Go Tigers! Yeah, good stock. We good stock. Go Tigers! Wait, wait, wait. No, buy good stock. We good stock. Buy Tesla. <laughs> oh man, Coach O. Well, um, in closing, it's important for us to evaluate what has happened over the last week as people who are charged with the responsibility of taking people's life savings and investing it. And we take that extremely serious as as much as fun as we have on this podcast. We take what we do for people very serious. Uh, If you are not in the group, the Mr. Market Podcast, please join the group. That's where we release our information. I've been running a happy hour Every Thursday, I'm going to start doing that every Thursday now. Every is that happy hour pricing to join the Mr. It's Market? It's happy hour pricing to join Mr. Market. Our regular price is from, normally $9.99, but for yeah. $4.99, you can be a member well, of the It's more like it's, uh, it's free oh. for one membership, but now it's free Not for two for me. memberships. <laughs> right. Two memberships are free. <laughs> so, that's a good deal. So we do a little, uh, do a little, <laughs> do a little happy hour, four to six every Thursday, four to six Central Standard Time. We are also on Facebook. The Sphere Wealth Management is the firm name. We also have a website, spherewealth.com. If you're interested, check that out. You can see the podcast episodes there. You can also see all of our content and see pretty faces of us. No, you don't want to see that. Pretty faces Mm. of Keith anyway. You don't want to see that for sure. So Mm. anyway, we really appreciate you listening. We'll hope you'll tune in next week. Thanks for listening.